Has anyone had a, some issues this week? <laughs> yes. Balancing the things? <laughs> yes. Well, um, I've been sober for almost two months, so I've been having issues balancing life in general. I don't think I've ever balanced life. But we are in Libra season now, so yes. they're all about balancing. I, listen. That's my favorite Libra. God, God knows. And God knows the hot mess that he created. And sure. balance, <laughs> though <laughs> I have a lot of Libra energy in my chart, balance, she's not in my dictionary. All right, ladies. You ready? Go in. The scorpion's nest. When you talking, gotta say with your chest. I must confess, man, they simply the best. Bridget built like a stallion. I seen that shit in the flesh. Probably hard up on a sucker, but she juicy like a gusher. Now Marcella, she real. Ain't no options. Brains and beauty, she chill, but get to popping. Strike them out like Tanae on the mound. Pinch hit a seventh inning and hype for the next round. She'll beat your face without catching a case. Competition's getting cooked. What you got up on your plate? It's the nest. The nest, y'all, nest, y'all. Scorpion's nest. Scorpion's nest. And welcome to another episode of The Scorpion's Nest. Bitches is mad. That happens in life. Um, we're in a new location. Yeah. We are recording, filming out of my apartment. So just lamer. If you do hear the train, we live in New York. Get over it. Yeah. All right. So let's get into the Scorpio sermon. Life's balance balanced. Um, I think Scorpios, we are either hot or cold. We're extreme. So balance, I don't know. I don't know if balance is a thing that like comes naturally to us. That is our balance. <laughs> Extremes <laughs> is our balance. Yeah. It is. Yeah. You know what? Because we are very, at least I am also, but at least of a lot of Scorpios, we're either all or nothing. There's yeah. like no really, there's no midpoint, yeah. you know? And I think that's also why we get that, um, that label of being like intense mm -hmm. or quote unquote too much oh i am definitely intense yeah. I, I, I don't deny that no no but i do i do spend a lot of time thinking about how to balance so this week in order to balance what i tried was a wind down routine so at nine i have to be up at five so at nine i started drinking my cup of slumber tea reading at least two chapters or until i got sleepy and um taking a nighttime gummy mm -hmm. like um what is it called Ollie. melatonin yeah oh, Ollie, the Ollie. Ollie, um like sleep cycle mm -hmm. and what I will say is for the two nights out of the week that I did it, it worked. It worked pretty well. My brain shut down and because I have been waking up consistently at 2 a.m. My ADHD kicked in on the third day and I got into a state of hyper focus mm. and I like literally did tasks for like seven hours straight and then I just passed out. Mm. So in the world. Yeah, that's like what having ADHD is like. It's like sometimes I, I guess you get, I'm not mad at that yeah. though. I mean, it's, it can be great, but then you get into like um, a hyper focus state and then mm. you, you want to stop, but then you can't and then your your body just clocks out so like by 10 i was i fell asleep on the couch and like it was i was all just, out of balance again but i'm gonna try again and i'm gonna keep trying until it becomes a routine it's like honestly like i want to look good but it's really about my mental health mm -hmm. like that's my focus is like health and wellness in general and i noticed like when i take care of that my body looks great mm -hmm. so that's how i'm keeping up with my balance what are y'all trying or have you tried that well i do try to balance my chaotic messy life um but i just balance through prayer like mm -hmm. i know that sounds so cliche to say or so lame to say maybe well prayer is not lame actually but no like i i do that is something that i am constantly praying about like balance because mm -hmm. i don't feel like there is 
balance like within my career within like just my life whether it be like relationships and I don't know and it's not necessarily a bad thing it's just like sometimes I'm excelling more in one area than the other and I tend to get in my head about stuff like that mm -hmm. so then I just ask for balance so, like the the most recent balance prayer I was asking for was you know like I'm tired of going back and forth between Chicago and New York mm -hmm. but I need the money or a sugar daddy so I anyone's mean, out there I'm willing What's to no be a sugar, sugar baby <laughs> but yeah so I mean I, I just I just pray about it because I pray about everything I I can't honestly say I haven't been doing that well in terms of balance at least this week I I don't know like not even just because like hormones because <laughs> they're gonna hormone but like I've been trying to figure out like what my balance point is mm -hmm. and like not feeling unproductive but also not trying to like hyper focus on like one thing to the point mm -hmm. where I burn out just for the sake of like feeling productive or feel mm -hmm. like I'm making some type of progress because I've been feeling like stagnant and so but then like like I had a whole moment yesterday because something triggered me and I called my mom so I guess I've kind of found balance because I didn't fall into like the similar habits mm -hmm. and I allow myself to like I guess deal with it and then leave it where it was at but I keep but I've been noticing I'm just like I was like binging on chips the other day like mm -hmm. all that like I've been binging well, a lot not even just too. for the sake of like hormones Same. but it's just like I know that it's also other stuff that I'm ruminating on so it's just like my balance right now is just being aware because I'm coming out of a point where it's like I was aware but I was so paralyzed I couldn't really do anything because of all the other stress that I had going mm -hmm. on so I'm trying to like I guess take it day by day because I recognize I'm not in a balance point. I was like cleaning yesterday and I, I got into a hyper focus mode. Mm -hmm. And I literally, I was, listen, I was having a girl lunch and I was <laughs> having chicken nuggies and some gluten free, dairy free macaroni and cheese because. That's actually kind of sophisticated. Girl I was like, that's the girl yeah. lunch. I mean, I did put some extra spices in the box. A girl yeah. lunch is like some cheese and crackers. Right. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say some well, I and just, a piece of fruit. Yeah, like, like, well, maybe I was having a bougie. With my chicken nuggies, gluten free, and I, I, I was aware that the nuggets were done, and then I would just could not stop washing dishes, and I was like, my back was hurting. Like I was having also like, sorry team, I was also having cramps, and I was just like, I should just stop. Yeah. I can't just stop. Yeah. I can't just stop. But I was aware. I was more so trying to hold myself accountable. But I was like, if you're gonna do this, one, you're done with the dishes, and then you're just gonna eat. And but I did hold myself accountable. So I guess I did find like that mm -hmm. balance because I was just like, I know. I'm still in that habit where I'm gonna get stuck in a hyper focus mode. At least I can like edge myself off a little bit. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I'm 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 trying. I'm trying to balance. I'm still tipping off fofos, you know. <laughs> but I'm, I'm I'm trying. I think that's all you can do though, because like this is life is about balance. Life is a balancing act. Like yeah. everything is not yeah. gonna be on the same level playing field every day, every week. Like that's mm -hmm. just life for you. There, there's highs and lows. If, we, if it were all plateau, I think we'd be bored. Yeah. We'd I was, be bored or miserable or trying to find the next best thing. You mm -hmm, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, I was going to say that. I, I think that, like, in just recognizing that you're off balance is a state of, like, counterbalancing. Yeah. Right? Like, and, you know, to your point about um, the highs and lows, I heard on the internet somewhere, I can't remember who it was that said it, but basically they were talking to their therapist and they said, like, I, I don't want to deal with the highs and lows, highs and lows. And she mm -hmm. was like, she 
she said to him, what happens when your heart is on the monitor and it's, there's no high exactly what you're talking about. Mm. It's a flat line. Yeah. Right? Like, mm. nobody wants... That, that means you're dead. Exactly. You're not living, right? So, like, yes, there is highs and lows. And we're not always going to be where we want to be. But I think, like, going into next week, what I want to focus on mm. is just continuing to recognize mm-hmm. when there are things that I need to shift from one side to the next or even just move a little bit. Mm-hmm. And even, even giving myself grace when I don't have the capacity to move it. Just recognizing that it needs to move, I think, is a little bit. But you know what? I also wanted to highlight, like, what you were saying, Bridge, also with prayer. Because I did, like, I I was feeling, like, off balance. And I did. And I just forgot. And I thank you for holding me accountable. Even though you don't know that you held me accountable. But now you know. Like, I was praying. I was just like, God, just give me the focus that I need for today. Because I'm just like, I, my brain is settling into my hormones. And my body is like, girl, we're trying to do something right now. And you're doing a lot. You're not sitting down. But it's just like, but I can't keep sitting down when mm-hmm. these things happen. Like, I, there's certain but days. Why? Well, because I honestly, I will hold myself accountable. I use it for an excuse a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not that bad all the time. Like, my hormones right now are not that bad. So, I know there are some things that I can do and hold myself accountable to. Because, like, I don't want to use it as an excuse. That's but also, honest. I know my brain is wanting to go back to that habit. So, I'm like, God, just give me the focus. Just give me the focus to get to through this class for today. Or give me the focus of, like, focusing on this task. And then I can rest and reward myself. Um, And that's power in that. Especially when you don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about nothing. Worry about everything. I'm sorry. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. G. Yeah. And also, too, gratitude helps balance. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, the praying or, you know, meditating, doing your yoga, like just bringing yourself back to center, whatever your center is. For me, in the mornings, that's the first thing I do. Mm-hmm. Like, morning, I'm really trying to get into a morning routine and a night routine. Mm-hmm. But in the mornings, I get up, I look in, I read my verse for today, I meditate on that verse, and then I just thank God for everything that I'm grateful for. And that helps me kind of like if I wake up in a funk it's like okay let me let me acknowledge what is mm-hmm. what is going well what mm-hmm. is what I can be grateful for and what I'm blessed with though. to move along to something that is not balanced Nicki <laughs> <laughs> Minaj household oh, Lord. <laughs> So we're going to get into our pop culture segment because the girls are not okay. No, not. A, oh, my goodness. Oh, I saw a clip of Nicki Minaj dancing. That shit was wild. She's a meme now. She's a meme? They made it into a meme, that part where she's on the couch, like, kicking her. <laughs> no, yes. that shit was Oh, my God. Crazy. They that, made it into a meme. No, that shit looked crazy. They called her Spider-Man. They, it didn't um, make it didn't make it better that she had on like a onesie sort of thing. Like that shit looked crazy, and the shit the, it was a slick back. Like, the hair, yeah, I yeah, didn't, the hair was the slick. I'm not no, y'all. We cannot drag Nikki again. No, we're not. We're not dragging her. The we're barbs dragging. are gonna come the, for us. Nah, no, I'm. We're not dragging her. I mean, I thought it was quite hilarious, but yeah. What what was what was her husband doing? The petty household. Um, Nikki's husband slash sex offender who is now on house arrest because he's an idiot who likes to make threats online to offset. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, like, offset. So how did it go? Because I didn't actually watch it, but mm-hmm. I, know I didn't the watch. Gist yeah, of it. I didn't watch it. So I watched the gist. So basically, what had happened was I guess it was after the VMAs. I'm not sure if it was the same night or so, but so I guess. Kenneth Petty, who was referred to as yes. Zoo. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
he he was posted on the corner, um, such as he does, I guess. And I guess his little friend that he was hanging out with, it was calling him, yeah, we're outside with Zoo. I guess that's his street name. <laughs> um, and it was like threatening him. And then he was like, yeah, you're going to have to be planning your funeral. And I'm just like, oh. oh but then also smart. the dude that he was with was also a convicted felon. And if you're a convicted felon, you're, and you're on probation, you're not supposed to associate or be around convicted felons. But what do I know? I- so they're dumb convicted yeah. felons. No, oh, it gets dumber. Because, you know, dumb and dumber. Yeah. So, like, I guess they they posted on Instagram and tagged a whole bunch of blogs. Wow. What? So, like... Yeah. So, they, I, want, they wanted the attention. They wanted yeah. they wanted it to be a thing. But You're then, Nicki Minaj's husband doing this. But then it was like, I guess they were... I guess some people were trying to speculate or make it seem like they snitched. But I'm just like, but you dry snitched on yourself because you went on the federal internet. You went on Al Gore's internet. And you also tagged? Yeah, you tagged news outlets because you wanted it to be seen. So, you snitched on yourself. So... All I gotta say is, Cardi had the best clap back that I've seen. <laughs> Did y'all see that clap back on Twitter? Nah, you're not okay. It was a picture of Offset in the backseat with their daughter, and she uh, wrote something like, um, when you can, when your dad can do drop off at the school with you, or something like that. Oh, like I'm paraphrasing, Damn. but it was basically like you can't drop your kid off at school because you they can't be going. within a hundred feet of a school. Oh, that's was spicy. It a, mm. Was it a clap back or was it just just that? Yeah, an observation. Yeah, I saw the one where um, uh, Offset was getting off the PJ and he mm-hmm. was like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, like niggas is on the street and I'm getting off a PJ." But you know where he, he first he was coming from? I don't know if y'all know about this Twitch streamer. His name is Kai Set or something. Mm-hmm. He's the the one that did the the riot, the riot and the look the kid, Yeah, and <laughs> he was just, he just came from doing like a whole. Day. I guess they did like a little sleepover. Oh yeah, they had a little summer. Party. It was really wholesome. It was, it was black boy joy. That's cute. It was really cute. Like, yeah. really, really cute. He can't do that either. Uh-huh. So, anyway. he was coming from there. And then when he was hopping off the PJ, he was going to the Colorado game mm-hmm. that Deion Sanders that everybody was, like, okay, watching. Because yeah. he was doing the interview because he was doing the interview with no saying clothes. So it was just like, yeah. it's giving y'all saying he tried to play his funeral. He looked like he just had the best weekend of his life. Right, yeah. yeah. Like, my mama is out of town. I get to spend a night with my friends. And I get to go to a football game right, yeah. with yeah. my uncle. Like, yeah, that's dope. At the end of the day, that whole shit was just lame. Yeah. Like it's just lame. Like we're talking about some, some things. The Minaj Petty household is just really getting lame these days. Yeah. And like I just I just want her to stop ruining her legacy. Yeah. Like you already have tarnished it by marrying a sex offender. But he continues to do lame shit. You continue to do lame shit. Just just stop. And now you're a meme. It, now it she's a meme. Now to now to top to put the sprinkles on the Sunday. Now you're in a bodysuit. Slick back. Yeah, because the Caribbean folks was dragging her for like they was like she don't know how to dance or whatever. No, like, she was offbeat and and like I I mean I, I can't dance, so I'm not gonna drag her for that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm not. I'm regular yeah. black too. So. <laughs> regular I'm just black. black. Regular black. But nah, she was not offbeat. But like for me, when I watched the video, it was given like drugs. Like, yeah, people were saying opioids. That sort of thing like probably it, coke it probably wouldn't i, I, I would say coke. oh it just wasn't giving a coke vibe it was giving opioids do that if they sure do i think they could they sure do well opioids make you yeah maybe a perk or something yeah a perk a perk set will definitely I feel like perks make you sleepy yeah did you see the way she was oh <laughs> oh but still i mean that was still more like i'm taking a perk set for pain and shit you mm-hmm. know not for fun but um <laughs> 
I'm no. serious. Like there are no man. gremlins over no. here. She got a chill, man. Yeah, no, nah, she really does. No, does. I saw in the shade room comments somebody was like, I understand more and more why Nicki Minaj and Safari yes! was together for so long. Yeah. Now. I mean, because both of them, they both some corn balls. Now he probably taught her how to pop lock. <laughs> I'm just he saying. can dance, get it? No, no, he's no, he really can't dance though. He's very talented. He's um, Tiffany Haddish. <laughs> since we're still talking, about, I mean, when we're talking about the VMA still, but yeah. only because she was recently talking about all their, all their everybody talking about her and her actions. You know what? At the there's VMAs. a common theme between the two. What sex offense? Well, you know, um, yeah, she was basically speaking out, basically saying how you know how she was running around the VMA screaming Shakira name or whatever to get her picture, and what did she say? She didn't realize she was that popular she was like her response it kind of gives like you know how when you know you look weird but you don't want to say that you look weird because then that's going to acknowledge like you did look weird so mm -hmm. you kind of deflect so she get her response was kind of like along the lines of like well this just showed me how popular i truly am Girl. and stuff like that it's like okay so you're saying she played the delusional card yeah yeah Got it. yeah Got yeah it. it's giving very much delusional but i mean i guess to be fair this is i haven't seen her since the whole thing that came out with her being sued and mm -hmm. if people don't know it was something that she did with who Aries Spears? Aries Spears. A commercial or something. It was a, no, it was a movie. It was, it was, it was movie. like media. And they basically had underage children being victims, fake victims of sexual assault or so, some type of. Yeah, molestation. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it, was, it was very weird. It was it weird was and weird. cringe and yeah. what we were saying. I mean, I don't know. I feel like Tiffany needs to just walk a straight line she for does. a while. She does. You know what I'm saying? Because it's she like she even has opportunities. You don't want to be in the media right now for doing no dumb shit because people. There is a number of people who haven't forgotten about that cringe mm -hmm. lawsuit or whatever. And maybe the lawsuit went away. I don't know, but you know, in media in Hollywood, like the lawsuit might have went away. People are talking about away. you this week and next week somebody else does yeah. something crazy, mm -hmm. so they yeah. forget about that shit. You yeah. know, so yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think maybe she's trying to do that thing where you just like, I guess you try to just like go back to your normal and you go back to like your normal antics and like not act like anything happened. I but, feel like she's dragging it. Yeah, because it also was like a lot because like I was like, she's doing a lot and I haven't seen her in mm -hmm. a while. And the last time we heard anything was this big, huge. Mm -hmm. Didn't she get a DUI too? She did. And that like, I don't know, man. Like, but she was, she was drunk as shit at the VMAs, which I'm not even judging. I mean, I probably, I would definitely be drunk at an award show just out yeah. of pure boredom yeah but, yeah, but I heard those things are definitely not fun I to your point like I feel like when you do something egregious there's only two ways that you can really handle it you can like kind of come back real real gentle or you can try to go back to normal but because you're uncomfortable you do the most in your mind you convince yourself that it's normal when in reality you're doing the most right. like that bit was a bit and like it should have been let go but she dragged it the whole night and made it weird and it's like you are saying that you didn't realize how pop girl you were the star of girls trip like that's mm -hmm. a that's a like a cult like for us for black women it's mm -hmm. like we recognize you for that so like yes you're super popular and i feel like that's just i don't know i, I just find the whole thing to be very strange yeah. i'll give her some grace in the area that she might not know what normal is i mean we all that's know true. she did not grow up in no two-parent home I, i'm not saying that we all did or nothing like that i'm just saying her upbringing
and was totally different from a lot of people. So mm -hmm. I'll give her grace in that area. I do want to see Tiffany. I feel like she's a little blemished right now. Mm -hmm. And I would like to see her more polished and put together. Not just, you know, physically, but you know, like the girls trip Tiffany that everybody fell in love with and stuff. Yeah. And, but people had fallen in love with her before girls trip. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So, I just, you know. I, when I say normal, I don't mean like normal in terms of society standards because what the fuck is that? Yeah. But I mean like normal in terms of like how you show up or how yeah. you have shown up in the past you know you're gonna change and evolve but mm -hmm. like what we know to be true of how you show up like for me when i when i think of tiffany haddish before all of the this child sex scandal video and the dui now the shakira stuff i think about how she was on the red car carpet and um shorty was like oh this is a nice costume and she like very politely gathered mm -hmm. her and mm -hmm. was like i'm not in costume yeah like mm -hmm. this is yeah. whatever designer it was and she like did it in such an eloquent way that's the tiffany that i'm talking yeah. about mm -hmm. like funny smart kind she had a whole series about comics and brought them on stage and put them on a yeah. national like mm -hmm. that's what i'm talking about i'm talking about that tiffany and i i get it like yeah. we're multifaceted we're not a monolith i get that but at the same time it's like you have this thing you know what's fucked up like just give yourself some grace and mm -hmm. just come back slowly yeah. <laughs> like yeah. i don't know where your pr team is but they need to tap yeah. in you know like it's just it's it's, it's a lot it's giving gimmicky yes exactly that's what yeah. i mean i just want people to stop having cringe moments and <laughs> well, that's never going with saying that okay, we're going to transition right into krishan oh. and blueface oh, wow the cringiest of the cringe <laughs> at this point I don't even know if it's cringy and it's just the way she was holding that baby cream. It's giving like at a point it's giving I I kind of want to remove myself because I feel like it's going down a road that I just don't want to have any more involvement in as a bystander. <laughs> I want to be You're not going to be able to be removed from this group chat. I want, no one is. I, I want to be an innocent bystander. I just want to be an innocent I, I, I want to be, be that. That, that, We can't be removed from this group chat. Sorry. I want to be. I keep removing myself from it and then somebody keeps adding me back and I don't <laughs> I will say this. I, I am a fan of Krishan just because, I don't know, like, I think people who follow her career and stuff, they do see this, like, light in her yeah. that he's obviously diminishing. Mm -hmm. And it's like they're just rooting for her to get out of that toxicity and see that light themselves. But um, if you don't know, Krishan hit the news, the blogs, because she just had her newborn baby. They were in Walmart. And unfortunately, she was not holding the baby appropriately the baby was just dangling like this basically while she was holding the dog what i like about krishan is mm -hmm. she is real mm -hmm. yeah. because she said you know okay instead of making that video you could have came over here and helped Help me, me. Yeah. and that's I agree fact. with that that's fact because like, you see me struggling so it's better for you to get something like to go viral right she is a new mother just walking up because it's like the things that i want to be removed from is blue face that's the it's association because it's like she is a new mom you could tell she doesn't have much guidance or people around her to be like hey just sit down like you can mm -hmm. get into like mommy mode like That's i'm gonna part. get it out the mud and we're gonna go to the studio after you sit down oh yeah she did have a baby in the studio too like and but but then at the same time like she is like authentically literally having us see how she's living her life so it's literally us seeing someone who may or may not have had a lot of guidance mm -hmm. like learn as they go yeah so of course like no people should not be criticizing her parenting no. skills at all because it's just like she obviously needs help if we're gonna be a community 
of aunties for her. We gotta do that. But also, I just want to be removed from there. It's not. <laughs> Let you it keep, go. Yeah, you keep asking because like yeah. it was cool for a second because he was removed from the group chat. Mm, yeah, he gets. He's we are. Get we are. We might as well have our own blue face tattoos <laughs> at this point. Okay. Now see, that's right. I don't know about that. But now, like, see, you can knock yeah. my tooth out. Bro. <laughs> you made me do any of that. Nah, but I, I agree with both of y'all. I think that Krishan, um, like, if you know anything about her story, I don't know, like, her whole story, but I do Bruh. know that, like, she has had a ton of trauma. Yeah. Like, abusive parents, absent parents, poverty. Like, if you know anything about Baltimore City, like, if you come up in Baltimore City, you have stories. Either you've witnessed or you've been a part of or you, you know, heard secondhand, like, very traumatic things. For her to come up out of that and people still, like, want to follow her story, like, that does say a lot about she like, had a light yeah, like, like, that's, yeah. That, that, says, that says a lot about her spirit like yeah. her, her spirit mm-hmm. and her energy and you know I think a lot of people want to see her win mm-hmm. and I, I completely agree like if it was anyone else and she wasn't Krishan you would have went over and said hey exactly. you need support can, yeah. can I hold the dog while you get the baby like get the baby situated like yeah. exactly. you know like she's just like a regular ass person and I think like yeah. you know who I, happens to be famous. yeah who happens yeah. to be fake like she's just a regular degular ass girl and I just feel like she just needs the right support and I think that she doesn't have it and I think it's unfair to like know. I, to judge I think I might disagree with you on the support area it's so many people who have reached out to her mm-hmm. publicly and probably you know personally mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. but that's the thing about being in a toxic relationship like that like yeah. unless you actually want yeah. to help like until mm-hmm. you until you actually want to do right and do better for yourself it doesn't matter who's there yeah, that's, if, you yeah, know, like, that's absolutely flat like you could have you could have access to it but the thing is when you have that amount of hurt and that amount of trauma like mm-hmm. you don't trust it like if somebody yeah. could be like hey I'm here to help you and you've been stabbed in the back 20 times you're not gonna turn around but also that and the same time the people that are probably around her and it's like no shade because I don't know the people that's around her it's probably also an element of the people that are around you to just be there so they can be there and mm-hmm. be a part of your atmosphere mm-hmm. to where it's more voyeuristic and it's not about like genuine support mm-hmm. but then also like again like with that toxic relationship I'm pretty sure she probably had that same mentality with him of like, oh, I'm here to help you and look what happened. Like yeah. help turned into, okay, you're going to throw it in my face and all these different things, but you need me. So it's, it's it's also that too. And even maybe the people that she also has around her also been through the same thing. Mm-hmm. So they don't, they don't know how to do nothing else mm-hmm. besides just be there. But at this point in Krishan's career, she's bigger than Blueface. Absolutely. She, she absolutely. Like, Blueface, even, even, Blueface even, is actually about to go to prison. Like, like, like in this case. Even Ow. with, you know, like the people that she has in her entourage or whatever, like, I'm sure she has this her own set of people in Hollywood that would come running at her call, you know what I'm saying? Because again, she just has this light and this energy that people gravitate towards. Like I I have nothing in common with that girl, but I'm a fan of hers. You I know am, what I'm saying? Yeah, like I, I just yeah. like I'm rooting for her. Me like, too. Like she's she's but until a lot. she yeah. and until she gets out of blue face face for good then that's all we can do is root for her and we're never going to be out of the group chat. <laughs> At the, if we're not going to be... Some people really like that toxic shit, though. Like, yes. Yeah. If we're not going to be out the group chat, just don't change that baby name. I liked it. I like I it know. as I is. do I like, like his it name. as What's his is. Name? Krishan Malone, I think. She named him after... That's her junior. She named him after her. Aww. I think because she was like, well, he doesn't have a junior. Fuck what he wants. Fuck that. First of all, he wasn't there, so... Not even. Even if she did have her baby on purpose without him, the simple fact of how 
how he treated you and how he didn't even want to claim that child and now all of a sudden he got to change your heart because he know he can't survive i don't fuck him yeah leave that baby name alone because you when he was when she was pregnant no you were in your right mind leave that baby name alone because it fits perfectly he already looked like you leave it alone well lizzo <laughs> Whole little tank tank. What, 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 what Lizzo done done now? I mean, I'm listen. I'm still a Lizzo fan, but I, she did get hit with another lawsuit. Um, the same day she got that award. I don't. I forgot what award she got, but she mm -hmm. got hit with a lawsuit the same day she got that award. Um, she got a humanitarian award. Yeah. Yeah. And what was the lawsuit about? I think it was like another sexual assault or something. Like oh that. no. Oh or no. Racial. Racial maybe. I think it was like somebody else who worked with her. They accused her of like for basically upholding not great work conditions oh. and like okay. maybe discrimination and and things like that i think it was along the same lines of the first lawsuit just minus i guess yeah. the sexual but I feel harassment like, i feel like that's the thing with lawsuits when you are like a name or mm -hmm. celebrity or even a yeah. big company yeah. it's like once one comes it's like oh, oh yeah. the sharks they smell the blood in the water now everybody about to come for you yeah. might as well pile on while you can you know i don't know i'm still rooting for lizzo like i i guilty until proven i mean what is it innocent until proven guilty, guilty. <laughs> <laughs> guilty yeah and i honestly think it's a i think lizzo is just the name behind it like i'm not saying there wasn't wrongdoing in any of these lawsuits i mm -hmm. don't know i haven't been following it like that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i will say lizzo is the name so it's easier to attach the yeah. lawsuit to her because she's the brand mm -hmm. yeah i mean i don't know i feel like it really has a lot of the lawsuit and like what people are saying i really feel like it's just tied to fat phobia i really do because like i feel like if it was a skinnier person doing some of the things that they allege her to do it, they would just call her a bitch and move on but it's bigger it's big woman allegedly saying pseudo I know, right it is and they black but that does have you ever met a black person that's prejudiced against black people all the time yes. okay so like this case in point like just because you're a big person doesn't mean that you can't have you can't be fat phobic yourself so you're saying they are using the fat phobia in their um yeah because like if you're a, as, a, if, as a weapon against her yeah like, like if you're a fat black person if you're if you're a fat black woman you're supposed to be nice like you better not be mean <laughs> You better, better not, be, not be mean, you mm -hmm. fat bitch. Yeah, exactly. You fat black bitch. Exactly. You better not be mean. You better be the nicest person in the world. And I, you know what I'm saying? And like, if you're if you're just a little bit, mm -hmm. you know, unpleasing to people and you're a fat person. Mm -hmm. What oh, was that? Right, right. You're like, oh, you, bitch? yeah, like you're a, you're a bitch. You're a fat bitch. No, it's true. It's no, true. It's, no, it's dead so ass. true. It's I'm true. dead ass. Yeah, like, people... You, Cause I remember you talked about that when when you lost weight, you talked about how you noticed how people treated you. Oh differently. yeah, yeah. Yes. They approach you nicer. Yeah. Yes, like oh my gosh, like even like it's been over two years since I lost over a hundred pounds, mm -hmm. and like even now, mm -hmm. like I still it still weirds me out how people see me because when I was fat, mm -hmm. I could like literally just like walk down the street and nobody would even fucking say shit to me for real, for real, unless they were you know like trying to cat call me because I had real big boobs. People. <laughs> <laughs> but like people actually notice me now if I like if I'm struggling with something men will like run to me to help me oh, or let me help you. let me help you or oh you know um that looks heavy can I carry that for you when I was fat you got a big bitch you got it you look strong you use that big back to carry that bag <laughs> like I'm dead ass like that's how people treated me and it's like weird now that like it's different I feel like you experienced that too I have because it's like shout out to the weight loss and Not me, but them. <laughs> yes, you. I too. I too am a fat ass, but I haven't lost weight, unfortunately. Honestly, like. 
like, cause so first with the Lizzo thing, I think it's also them trying. Well, I don't want to say trying because like when it comes down to certain things offensively, cause like I too have gone through like trash ass shit in the workplace. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like it's also too when when you have a certain type of platform or you have a certain type of stance on something, then the moment that you veer away from that or you display something is like an automatic gotcha because people like people do pray to like prove people wrong mm-hmm. so i do hope because one black woman that this is not true and she would she's like will be exonerated from the lawsuit and that this was all a lie it was all a lie mm-hmm. i hope that but i will say because it's like i haven't think i have lost a lot until people remind me or i see other pictures but throughout the years there's been a definite dis- difference in terms of how people treat me like people are so much nicer to me even just like if i am struggling with stuff outside of course men are gonna be men and gonna be gross but they're a lot more bolder with it like in my face and i'm like sometimes i do feel more fearful for my safety um not trying to wish that of course but people do treat you very differently like even like the type of compliments that people will give you if you're heavier like oh my god like you're so confident and it's just like what do you should I not be? I'm like, sorry. <laughs> that, that shit just really just triggered me. No. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Continue. Because I'm going to speak on that. Because, like, but it's like a weird kind of a thing. Like, are you trying to imply that I shouldn't? Like, I can hear the ellipses, and I'm not trying to personalize it. But I hear that little ga- gap <laughs> in your pattern of speech. Um, or just, like, even just asking for help. Or even being recognized. Or even emotionally, too. Like, I've noticed a difference in terms of, like, how people handle me emotionally. In terms of, like, my needs and everything. And people don't want to admit it, but they are. There's a lot of fat phobia because it's something that is ingrained in us inherently. Like, if somebody's working out and they lose weight and somebody comments oh you're getting so skinny it's just like who said that was my goal though yeah i don't comment on <laughs> like if it's like close friends or people that i know like i know the intonation or i know the connotation behind it so i don't yeah but even like lean people and i say lean intentionally yeah don't like a lot of lean people don't like being called skinny exactly. me, if you call me skinny thank you oh my god <laughs> thank you so much but it's but like, like a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of smaller people don't even like being called skinny. yeah or even like if you'll notice like the difference like people will seek you out a mm-hmm. little bit more to compliment you or mm-hmm. to be in your proximity versus mm-hmm. somebody because like heaviness denotes like what exactly and a lot of people aren't aware of it like the thing with like a lot of it's irresponsibility it is people, and don't, wanna, people don't want to say that but people people who mm-hmm. are bigger are presumed to be less responsible mm-hmm. because how can you be responsible if you can't keep yourself fit if you can't keep yourself if you can't keep yourself so, together you just trigger me you know i'm no, I'm, I'm but, like but it's real and like i was very i was very taken aback by even just the way that women treat me differently mm-hmm. now versus when I was bigger and like to your earlier point about the confidence piece like the the compliments I remember specifically I went to Puerto Rico with my friend Stephanie and I had a lot of like bathing suit pictures and I was damn near 300 pounds at that point and like all of the compliments that I got around my pictures even though I've been pretty was oh you're rocking that bathing suit oh you you look so confident you better you better rock that bathing suit girl it's you like a rock. big girl compliment yes. starter pack. And it's like, <laughs> and this, and this is the thing. This is the thing. This is why I was triggered when you said that because I noticed that and mm-hmm. I said, and I made a post about it and I was like, I don't, I was like, I appreciate y'all trying to like give me compliments, but you wouldn't say you look so confident if I was skinny. And people came in my DMs was like, just enjoy your vacation, girl. Just like, and that was just, it made me so mad because it's like, you don't understand because you have never dealt with this sort of 
thing mm -hmm. and you think that that shit is normal because in society it is but let me tell you something when you're a big person and someone mm -hmm. co like compliments you on your confidence on how you're wearing something it makes you less confident because it's like why do you feel like i need that why I, do you feel like i need that i think confidence is probably just another trigger word for bigger people like mm -hmm. saying a black person well it's articulate or something like that yeah. you know what i'm saying like and, that's and, a good analogy and, 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 and just give, give me a moment on this because <laughs> no no because like hearing that I, I don't think i've ever said that to anyone who's bigger but i know people have said like i wear thong bikini mm -hmm. and people tell me all the time oh i wish i had that kind of confidence you know what i'm saying like you're mm -hmm. so confident to do that mm -hmm. i'm not necessarily a bigger girl mm -hmm. but i've never taken offense to it either i just be like yeah. oh well, y'all ain't got the confidence to rock your body like that mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so i don't I, it's a different connotation when you're not when you do you have like a societal uh like people buy your body like people want to have mm -hmm. a bigger bottom and a smaller top and so when people say oh i wish i had they're not necessarily just talking about your ability to wear a thong they want to look like you right and so like when people say that to you it is a different meaning a different it's a different tone mm -hmm. than saying than like myself at three almost 300 pounds like mm -hmm. wearing a bikini yeah. and saying like oh i wish i had the confidence to wear that as in it's like i would never wear that at your size if i was at if size. i was that if yeah. i was your size versus i wish i was your size so i could wear that but i do think that 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 word like i do think there is some ignorance behind it yeah. i don't think i some people are like some people are probably just trying to give you a compliment and yeah. don't know that they're being assholes mm -hmm. and being triggering and shit mm -hmm. like you know mm -hmm. not every white person is bad and racist mm -hmm. out there oh my god i can't believe i said that <laughs> <laughs> nah, every white person is but you know <laughs> but it's just like i feel like there there's you have to tell people you know what i'm saying yeah but like, that's the thing. my point was i was trying to no and yeah I was, yeah and i was gaslighting no, I'm just saying yeah. it on the pie because yeah, you're yeah. talking about fat phobia yeah, yeah. telling a fat person that they're confident is not the flex that you think it is it's, it's, it's the manner in terms of as to how you it's the manner in which you approach it because like that is a big start difference it's the same thing like if you want to think about it in terms of like different colors and how coloristic comments are like you may not be intending that but like would you sit here and go up to someone a uh, darker skin and say that same compliment to someone that's lighter skin if the answer is no then then it is colorist. Right. <laughs> like exactly. if you wouldn't go up to a smaller person and say, I wish I had the confidence to rock that, but you would say that to someone bigger, there's something there. Like if, if you can't say the same thing to a different type or group of people, there's something there. And a lot of the ignorance, cause there's different levels of it. There's the woeful ignorance, like you just don't care. Mm -hmm. There's the ignorance of like non-exposure and not being around it or not even mm -hmm. being, being aware. There's even the ignorance of like, you kind of are aware, but you kind of just are helpless. Mm -hmm. in that kind of a way but I think it's also too like we don't a lot of times and this is why like I don't like certain things like cancel culture and this is why I also yeah. sometimes have a double edged store where we label everything as an obia and a certain different mm -hmm. type of things I'm because labels. Mm -hmm. a lot yeah, of people mm -hmm. because we are designed to think in either black or white people don't think that just because like you saying that there's gonna be someone who's gonna remember that they made that comment and they're gonna think that you throw a shade and you talking about them and calling if you, think I, if, you, if you think I'm talking I mean, about you, I probably am. Well, is. honestly, at the same time, if the shoe said, fits, said, you I better said, lace that I bitch said. up and wear it for us, though, okay? <laughs> but in 
hindsight though, people also need to understand that we all have different levels of this type of education, awareness, all this other stuff. And if somebody points it out, it's not a lot of times to be like, damn you, shame, shame yeah. you and your mother and your whole lineage. Yeah. It's not nothing like yeah. that. Unless you want to be egregious, then okay, shame on your whole lineage. Fuck you me. But, <laughs> but like, it's also like, hey, just you're going to highlight, maybe you can approach that a little bit differently. Because like, even me, it's just a thing. Like, even like in the black community, R-A-A-V-E is designed to be like, okay, shirt, okay, glasses, okay, body, okay, hip, like all these different type of things. Even in like LGBTQIA communities, like the compliment is highlighted in the state, in mm-hmm. the observation. Yeah. However, language can also be transformed. Yeah. So you can also choose different things because words do mean things like mm-hmm. Crystal says. And you can say, you know what, instead of being like, I wish I had the confidence to write that, you look amazing. You will say that to anybody. Yeah, you could literally say, you look good, girl. Like, and okay, also even you. Like, it, what's that so hard for you to say to an almost 300 pound person? And also, and not even just that, and again, I don't like, I know the connotation. I'm not trying to be tone police, but we also have to get away from like, if someone points out your tone, again, there are ways to do these things and to make people tact. aware. Well, there's tact. <laughs> there's coos. Yeah. Okay. There's the way you say it. Not anything that will give you some type of connotation because we all read into stuff. Even, yeah. a, even the strongest person. You can have a day. You can have a moment. It's about how you approach it. But also even going back to Lizzo, if this is true, hopefully it is not, you can't sit here and make a certain... If you don't have a platform, stand ten toes down on that hoe. You need to keep your head on the swivel because if you have that platform, I don't... I, I'm still behooved as to why this is not a thing for celebrities specifically black celebrities come very close to your listening device why the fuck don't y'all have the cognizance to be like hey maybe i should know that people who are watching me 24 7 are going to find something every single fucking time yes that's a lot of pressure but yes it comes with the territory because people are going to want to tear you down so can you at least keep your shit in your closet can you at least put your skeletons can you at least know that there's a time and a place i'm sorry if i'm an employer i'm not going out to a strip club with my employees yeah well people are too trusting and they want to yeah. be likable yeah i'm gonna be likable we gonna have a bomb ass happy hour right um but, but yeah there are certain things you don't do as an employer like it's just yeah. certain it's just certain lines and i think even in i think the entertainment industry kind of has it fucked up because you know rich white men have basically done whatever they have wanted to mm-hmm. do within that industry for the, since the beginning of time and for some odd reason like people think they're rich white which rich white men and i don't know where that like came from but i do (laughs) but like You have to have a certain level of professionalism when you're working, period. Like, your employees are your employees. Mm -hmm. You are the employer. And there are certain lines and boundaries that you just don't cross. You don't give people shit to walk away with. Like, And it's a learning curve. Don't get me wrong. Like, But there's certain things you do and you don't do. Mm -hmm. But going back to your point, because I will be that person. The reason why some people think that they are all rich rich white men. It's hard to say that. Rich white men. Right? Is because, especially as a community, we a lot of times still operate and equate status with that whiteness with that mm. passive as if you got the seat at the table mm. you don't mm. we are we are just now shy of how many years of actual quote-unquote freedom that doesn't really exist Free-ish. but we're going towards what is in the book um we all just Less basically got years. certain rights like within the 60s okay we're still arguing about these things that are still being repealed so it's like 
just because you get to a place, you still gotta remember at the end of the day, don't matter if it does not right, it doesn't matter if you don't want to, this is a system that we operate in, you are black. Mm -hmm. You are in a space that was predominantly controlled by certain types and of people for generations and legacies. You are not one of them. And, I'm gonna wrap Lizzo up right here, but Lizzo is fat and black. <laughs> All right, guys. yeah, so next we are headed to the politics and education portion of the show. So, going back to COVID, the numbers are rising again, y'all. So bad, so bad. They ain't talking about it though. Yeah. We they, gonna talk about it. So we're gonna play a clip. Colleges reinstituting their COVID mandate. Over a hundred schools putting in, in place vaccine mandates. All of this because of a new strain of COVID that was found. And apparently the CDC is calling it Aries. The variant can also be identified as BA.2.86. I, I hope I said that right. Cases have been found in the US, UK, Israel, Denmark, and now the Japan. I'm talking lockdowns in September that will continue into October and November, where it will get very serious. What do you guys think about all this? Let me know in the comments. Um, just being an educator, like where you see it first is in the in schools. schools and hospitals. In schools and hospitals. Because I think back to um, February 2020, I had about 30 kids in my class. And I remember coming in like a week or so before um, everything shut down. And I had five kids in my class. I had five kids show up. Mm -hmm. And before before this, everybody was sick. This is when they said could, kids couldn't get it. But all my babies were sick. All of them. Mm -hmm. And when they came in, they came into school, they were, like my class was basically empty even like during like december right before break we was like a lot of kids are not here because i also i had the baby babies mm -hmm. i had like the first yeah i had first grade at the time and you know they get sick like clockwork mm -hmm. and then we came back they were like well white plains they are already closing schools mm -hmm. like we i don't know if we ever had a full class and if we did like i was like taking papers with latex gloves mm -hmm. on and my principal was like you're tripping i was like you're tripping girl yeah like it's kind of giving like that lag again where we were like um I think this is kind of in the States in 2019 mm -hmm. during the holidays. And then it's now super prevalent. But then it's just like they did away with all the mandates. Everybody was outside. But at the same time, you're not going to shut down. Because if you shut down, we're in a depression, not a right. recession. We're in a straight, straight depression. depression. The worst depression in this country's history. But I also, I mean, we already in it. That's just going to solidify it. But I think that they're not going to report on it because they because it's not a they don't want to shut down yeah. they're not trying to go back to that because basically everybody was able to take a a break and catch their breath like no pun intended but like like you were saying that you sit down and you have that collective thought if mm -hmm. you are constantly going 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 you can't be like hey stop this is fucked up because honestly if you actually just look up and you become a lot more cognizant you just look around people are putting their masks back mm -hmm. on oh after listening to that i don't be on tiktok like that <laughs> <laughs> but after listening to that oh i'm about to be masked up i don't play that shit i, I need to go get some CMOS tomorrow i'm not fucking around. see this is what i'm saying about the government though just like yeah you have to but I do, yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I do want another shutdown. I would love to I would love to start over because <laughs> I'm not saying that I would do a PPP. 
I'm just saying, I would just do things different. I'm doing PPP this time. No, P P P. I know, right? That's like business shit. Okay. LLC. PPP. Hey, PPP. Hey, PPP. 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 I will or will not say that I may or may not have my business degree, and I may or may not love math and accounting and numbers, and I may or may not know a little bit something about tax law, and I may or may not know how to create your own sole proprietorship to then establish yourself as your own corporation. And I say I may or may not because we all know the NSA be NSA. Shut it down. <laughs> I'm like, ready. We ready. That's some Scorpio shit right there. We loners anyway and we over here getting excited about the possibility of going back inside. I'm sorry. You know I'm not going to hold your quarantine for me. Me personally speaking, I get it. Mental health for a lot of people. But for me, I was having a... I had a I, I'm not going to lie. I had, had my highs and lows. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like Even as an introvert, I has I had a rough time. I had a rough time because teaching during that, that time, like I literally had kids go missing. I like, uh, couldn't find them. You know what? I will say, let me let me clarify. I had a ball when I wasn't working. Okay, I, yeah. In terms of like, I don't have to be nowhere. The lows that I had was more so like as a person, mm-hmm. don't take away the option for me to be able to maneuver, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But like when I was actually teaching. Not being able to go to the movies swept me up. Oh, see. Because that's my safe space. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, museums. I did miss museums because I'm, I'm a weirdo. Like I like to be around Same. art. But, um, the gym. The gym would be my safe space. That too. Um, but like that teaching because like I was like babies, first graders, second graders, I was trying to teach remote. I'm sorry, that doesn't work yeah. for the babies no. because they don't have that regulation. They can't, their minds are not, they do not and have honestly, that capacity. Yeah. Like, yeah, we joking about this shit and stuff, but I don't want the kids to have to go through yeah, this. No, that's, that's the biggest thing. That's when I say shut down, I mean as adults for like, I'm not saying like thinking about the kids, but that's the other yeah, terrible they, part. They struggle. They, nah, they lost yeah. so much. And parents but like, too. like mentally too though, you yes. know, like they need that socialization. They, no, they do because my first school year back from the pandemic, when I seen Girl, the kindergarten, they cohort, don't know how to talk to each other to this day because they've just been around like adults, especially like kids who don't have any other siblings. Yes, like the kindergarten cohort that I saw, damn, you know, you know the, the show Recess and how they was mm-hmm. depicting the kindergartners. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I know it's a funny <laughs> metaphor, but it was really I didn't have no. nothing else to draw from. No, they material. really didn't. No, no. But it was because they hadn't, they couldn't go outside to play because they were saying that it was in the air mm-hmm. and. And then they also was cooped up inside. And then they also, like, especially if you had language barriers, they weren't getting any type of reinforcement. Imagine you learning how to talk and you don't hear nobody else speak. A lot That's of what I'm saying. Like, it, it's, I, I personally don't want to go back into lockdown just for that. Just mm-hmm. because the learning loss how is so drastic. <laughs> We but could. like, but but for the sake of um, like public health, we should have had like three shut. We should have had like three lockdowns. Like in reality, yeah. we yeah. really should yeah. have. And because like when it got super bad, I think it was um, what was that? Winter twenty one. Yes, um, when we had to like go back inside for. It was winter twenty one because I yeah. went to Ghana. Yeah, yeah. I think. yeah. Like okay. we really should have been locked down then because that was when so, I saw like I saw teachers dropping like flies. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you know, it's it's funny. Like they talk a lot about. The first responders and their trauma we could do really a whole episode on like what we saw as educators during yeah. that time and like seeing the video and seeing and hearing like um a principal say like oh my whole staff is down like That's in crazy. 2023 it's, it sounds it's, like it, a war zone it's very scary and the thing is like we can't count on the government to be like hey this thing is happening right. and you know like you really just have to going back to circling back to the first uh this the sermon sleep when you can mm-hmm. eat your fruits and vegetables 
vegetables. Make sure you have enough protein. Make sure you drink your water. Call out if water, you water, have water, 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 water. All right, y'all. So that's it for me. That's all I got. So we're going to start closing out our show. And before we get to our mindfulness corner, we're going into our spooky segment. And it's my favorite time of the year. And it's not when Mariah starts to sing. <laughs> I don't want whatever she says in the beginning. Christmas freaks, can y'all please just wait until y'all damn turn? It's more so. just one thing. It's more so when I forgot who the individual is. Is it's more so when that guy starts saying, "This is Halloween." This that's that's <laughs> the best time of the year when you see a skeleton. In yeah. a window, when you see a pumpkin in that storefront, in when you feel that fall Christmas, yeah. see a white Becky with her Uggs and her pumpkin when spice you see latte, the different in the gray sweatpants. It is time for yeah. spooky season. Yes, and you know I am biased because my best friend is a Libra. And shout out to her. I it is Libra season, so officially. Summer is over, so yeah, all you summer fall. people, all you Leos, you Cancers, you Geminis, your time is over. Yeah, bye. Crazy Virgos. And it's time for harvest season. So if you don't know about like astrology, Libra season started on the 23rd, ends on October 22nd. And if you don't know, you already know the best season is right after that Scorpio season. But this is about Libra. So Libra is the sign of harmony. Did you all know that? I didn't know that. No. Okay, so every sign is like representative of something, but Libra is a sign of harmony and balance. It is a feminine sign, and its ruling planet is one of my favorite planets. Yes, I have a favorite planet. It is also Pluto. Don't say anything about Pluto because <laughs> Pluto is a planet for you haters. Yeah, it is. I don't give a fuck what NASA said. I don't care, give a fuck what Neil deGrasse Tyson said. It's a planet. Well, but um, so. With Libra, there's a scale, is a card of justice in the tarot deck. So it's all about justice, harmony, and balancing. So that was also part of, you know, the beginning of our podcast, trying to understand what balance is. So especially because it is fall, we're transitioning into colder weather. Yes, my it's favorite. not outside season unless you bought that Sweet. life suit, you know. Shorty. You better get your Snuggie, get it's your little. outside season, but like. Inside by a certain time. Yes, yeah. it's giving its nippy out. Yeah. I, I mean, I love being outside in the fall. Oh, yeah. I do too. It's you, perfect. As long as you season. do it with a sweatshirt and a jacket. Yeah. yeah. After that, yeah. That's it. I'm out. Um, <laughs> and so, with the equinox, so we are also going into eclipse season as well. And if you don't know what eclipse season is, we talked about this a little bit in our last episode. With eclipse season coming up, it's really important to find that harmony and that balance. If you don't know, go back to our first episode, Eclipse Season. There's a lot of different things that are going to be in retrograde. And it basically means we're being thrusted into like a different realm and a different evolution nice. in our lives. I need a different and, realm. But that evolution may be evolution of traumas if you have not oh, done with them no, and triggers if you have not done the work. Or evolution of the work that you have done and oh, the intentions nice. that you have done. therapy for a minute. So what you basically can do is like the guide of each astrological season is like those qualities of that season. So Libra season, balance, harmony. What does fall always do to balance out all that heat is going to give us a lot of rain mm -hmm. because the earth is trying to balance itself. You know, global warming well, is right. <laughs> I know. This weekend was definitely. So with that being said, 
what do y'all, especially with Libra season and it's being fall, I just always like to ask people, what are your like fall activities that you want to do this Libra season to bring in that balance in your life? And you do have to commit to doing at least one. Wow. Well, I sent uh, Sean, um, I looked up like, since I live in Queens now, mm -hmm. I looked up like, what are the fall activities in Queens and Long Island? And apparently there's like this whole list of shit. Mm -hmm. There's like pumpkin patches and um, apple orchards mm -hmm. and hay rides and haunted houses and all this shit. So for me, I definitely want to go to a pumpkin patch and like pick a pumpkin and carve that bitch. Mm -hmm. Like I've been wanting to do that ever since I came to New York because mm -hmm. like in D.C. and Maryland, we had like farms and stuff. Mm -hmm. And like I remember like being a kid and like going on a hay ride. And, mm -hmm. like, going to, like, pick a pumpkin and, mm -hmm. like, carving them and roasting the pumpkin seeds. Like, that was, like, a whole thing mm -hmm. um, that we did. And, like, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know about you, but, like, in the fall time, I get, like, super nostalgic. Like, this mm -hmm. morning I was watching The Adventures of Pete and Pete. <laughs> like, I've been watching all these old shows. Because mm -hmm. I just get, like, in that sort of, like, mm -hmm. energy. So I'm going to commit to, like, going to a pumpkin patch, taking some pictures, picking a pumpkin, and, mm -hmm. like... I feel like that, like, just being outside for me is balancing. Like, I ground myself in nature. Mm -hmm. So, that's what I'm going to do. What about you? I was not going to say anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I cannot wait to sit in my robe and smoke. Okay. You that, know what? That brings that's you fair. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. That's very However, fair. However, um, I do miss being outside and hiking and going on trails and stuff. And mm -hmm. I really haven't. I don't even know if that's a thing up here. In it New is. Orleans. It is. If you ever want to go, we can take I a hiking trip. I actually want to go. Yeah. Like, I have. A, I have a trail picked out that I take a trip. Yeah. There's. Well, there's so many different trails here. Oh, but, but like in the city though, right? Well, it's the one that I want to go to next is in New Jersey, oh. but it's like 30, 40 minutes. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't yeah. mind that. I just miss having like the access to it, like. Mm -hmm. Just yeah. drive to it. Yeah. There's a, yeah, yeah. I, I do want to get back to more. We like, can the listen. We can. I'm down. Jump in the car. And go, especially like in the next like month or two, mm -hmm. the foliage will be all nice and yeah. pretty. And then the one that I want to go to, it has like a waterfall, so yeah. it'd be nice. And mm -hmm. it's like I think it's like three miles in and out, like nothing too big. No, yeah, yeah. I definitely be down to do that. That's mm -hmm. I definitely miss doing that. There's Racist Stone Mountain. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So it, it's just it, I hiked a lot in Atlanta. Like that mm -hmm. was. Like, it was like nothing. We get up on Saturday morning mm -hmm. and go like, I would mm -hmm. literally wake up on Saturday morning, which is crazy. I don't do that. But <laughs> if you're saying we're going to hike, yeah. I don't do that because I don't want to be outside. Yeah. You know, I like the community. It's, a, yeah. it's the so. best thing to do first thing in the morning. You go, you do your hike, get your little exercise. You, you eat brunch. You know, yes. Mm -hmm. Exactly. See, yeah. you know the vibes. You know the vibes. Yeah. Actually, you go, I love doing that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a perfect Saturday. You get fucked up and then you're home by like three, four. Yes. That sounds like a... Sounds like a vacation. No, that ass. It, it's, it's so it's balanced. so relaxing. It's it's balanced. Yeah, and it's shenanigans. Yeah, it's giving the book of Nicolation, <laughs> and I love it. I honestly like. I'm 
I'm a cornball at heart, so I am cliche. If I had a fireplace, I would heat that bitch up <laughs> and get a Snuggie or my blanket and get some hot, hot yes. apple cider. I ain't going to hold you. I love fall because I like to drink apple cider, mm-hmm. and I do be heating that bitch up, and I be like, mm, I got a mug of cider. My grandfather makes the best <laughs> apple cider. Um, But, like, just it being, like, not super cold outside, and I can feel, like, warm and comfy because I do. I, like, I sleep. I kind of, like, burrito myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I burrow when I sleep, so I like to be. Mm-hmm insulated even like not too many layers but like i like to feel comfy and cozy Mm -hmm. like beyonce says but that's the thing though because didn't you post a reel today talking about uh the first sign of fall and it's like you just gotta have that hot cup of tea yes yes it's like the best thing (laughs) yes Mm -hmm. or like tea in the morning apple cider donuts apple cider and I haven't been, but I always wanted to go. I, I went pumpkin pick, yes. pumpkin picking with my kids one time, but the pumpkins were already picked and they had to select Aww. them. And I was, but they were first graders and I couldn't trust them. We went on a hayride; it was so cute. But I was like, <laughs> I want to go on a real pumpkin picking yes, or go. apple picking or something, and like yeah. have like a carving photoshoots. party. That too, like just like I love fall photo shoots, cute little fall stuff. Like I'm just ready to do that because I already know I'm gonna be cozy. I already got my little fall plan. I can't mm-hmm. wait. I love fall fits, <laughs> fuzzy socks. You know when fall comes around, I start dressing like Moesha. I like wearing a turtleneck. I'm about to be wearing Clueless. all the turtlenecks. I have my little matching sets, my little tights and boots. But yeah, and I just I don't know. I feel like leave. Like I feel like. During the season, I always get balanced out anyway because it's like mm-hmm. you run, you run, you run. And I feel like this year has gone by super fast, oh but it's Next been like October. But yeah, just like think about the type of things that you want to do to recenter and rebalance during this Libra season because I'm just giving y'all a little spooky forecast warning. These eclipse seasons is coming up. Oh, also, I forgot to mention there is a full moon on the 30th. So by the time y'all are listening, to this episode, the full moon will have passed, but we hope that you did your work. And if not, you will have a new moon to go ahead and reset those intentions. But just forewarning y'all, with eclipse season coming up, and it's coming up right along with Scorpio season. The Scorpio is a very masculine sign, so when everybody else is going crazy during Scorpio season and we are fine, I just want y'all to know that's how we feel any other time mm-hmm. throughout the year. So when y'all all chilling, we're the ones going through chaos and destruction. So that's why Scorpio season be hitting some of y'all the way it be doing because it's just giving y'all a little taste. Because we get our lick back. Yeah. Every time. Tenfold. And that's why, you know, y'all yep. be folding like them chairs in Alabama, but yeah. it's okay. Yeah. So just make sure, you know, you're doing that, what you need to do to get in balance because eclipse season will be a lot. Even if you don't believe in it, you know, the energy is palpable. Mm-hmm. People going to be going crazy. Y'all know people be crazy on Halloween anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And with that being said, coming back and closing our show, we want to go back to what we were mentioning in terms of our spooky sermon with, you know, gratitude. We, I don't, sometimes I have a cliche view of gratitude because I think because a lot of people use it in a very cliche way but it's okay to not to struggle with being gracious Mm -hmm. and being full of gratitude because like y'all were saying like life lives Mm -hmm. and you don't have to have like a big Mary Poppins moment every single time you wake up or express your gratitude to like yourself the divine whatever you believe in but it can certain things can be as simple as like just being gracious and full of gratitude for waking up 
Yeah. Right. Gratitude is more so about the things that you have or you can experience that is a luxury. Life is a luxury. Breathing is a luxury, yeah, even yeah. though mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like it. But especially with fall officially starting and we know that that means like seasonal depression and especially for those who already struggle with mental health and even neurodivergency and being on the spectrum like this time is really hard for people the sun is not gonna start coming back out Mm -hmm. past eight o'clock until when april march maybe yeah it's gonna be a minute so we're going into that mode. And I know a lot of people that I know have been in isolation even during the summer. Mm-hmm. So just like check up on people, but also know that not trying to be a harbinger of bad news. is just like being like real. Like we know that these times are coming, taking care of yourself, but also like part of taking care of yourself. Sometimes you do have to fight with yourself to find something yeah. to wake up for. Um, but we want to open it up and I want to open it up to y'all too like especially because we're in the last quarter of the year Mm -hmm. what or who what experiences what people have y'all been like grateful for throughout the year thus far because I really want to challenge people because especially with these times being hard like that can be like an anchoring Mm -hmm. thing so I want to know like what have what has made y'all grateful or throughout this year like literally from January 1st to this day uh, well, my gratitude and prayer every night is literally my parents and my siblings and my nieces and nephews because no matter where I am in life, whether I'm excelling or in a, a valley or wherever, um, I, I'm nothing without my family. So like, I, I literally thank God for my parents and my siblings and my nieces and nephews and, and my friends too. But like, I literally like my gratitude, honestly, is just like a list of people. Like, truly. For me... Um, I've, I've worked on this practice of gratitude and I like, I give people a ton of grace for like maybe not being able to access it so readily. And like, for me sometimes, like, um, like I don't, I've shared with Marcel and Bridge, like I suffer from autoimmune disease. And so sometimes like I'm in so much pain that I, it's hard for me to like find gratitude. And so I think about like, as simple as like being able to sit up, um, I thank God for that because there are some days where I can't. Mm. There are some days where I cannot walk. Mm. There are some days where I cannot like open a bottle because my hands are so inflamed. And so like I think about like the days where I can get up and run. I feel so free when I can run. And like some people be like, oh, I hate running. I hate exercising. And like, don't get me wrong. There's times where I'm like, fuck this shit. I really don't want to do it. But, like, I I find those things to be, like, I find gratitude in being able to access those things. Um, I, like, I take it down to, like, this, I don't know if it's, like, the African in me or what, but, like, I take it down to, like, the simplest things. Like, I have hot water. Like, mm-hmm. I get to take a shower today. Mm-hmm. It's like, simple, I get, but it's like, Yeah, like, I yeah. get, like, and it's, like, the, I reach for those things when I'm having a hard time yeah. finding, like, anything like I reach for those simple things like because it's true like mm-hmm. I could actually not have access to this yeah. I could not like I could not have a comfortable bed I could not have a safe place to stay like I've been homeless before so like mm-hmm. I've slept on couches and on floors and like to be able to have like a nice bed to sleep in I wake up in I'm like oh a shit. luxury apartment yeah, okay. yeah like you know what I'm saying like I <laughs> it's so funny because 
um, I basically went during that time where I was like sleeping on couches and floors, like I learned how to cook really well in the microwave. Mm-hmm. And like, so my coworkers would always make fun of me like, damn, you made, you made a whole breakfast in the microwave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, I learned that like mm-hmm. when I didn't have a stove, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, I find like those simple things to thank God for. Um, and also I'm like super grateful for my community. I think I, I, I struggle with like saying community mm-hmm. um, because sometimes I don't feel like I like I don't have like a group of friends, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I used to have like a huge group of quote unquote friends, right? Mm-hmm. But they weren't necessarily like really my friends, and mm-hmm. so like now I have a few people that are around me that you included, you mm-hmm. included, where I feel like I can show up as my authentic self i can Mm -hmm. say like oh today i'm just like not fucking with it like Mm -hmm. i'm not feeling i don't have to mask and say like oh i'm great i'm fine and like i don't have to be like oh my gosh i'm gonna kill the vibe like it's just what it is like some days we have good days some days we have bad days and like to be able to have a community or a group of people who with whom you can just be yourself Mm -hmm. like at all times like i feel super grateful to have that Mm-hmm. Like, I just went on a trip with my best friend, and I just felt, like, this immense amount of gratitude the entire time we were there, because I remember, like, being food insecure and not knowing, like, where my, like, next mm-hmm. thing was going to, like, where I was going to eat, or, if, like, I had $10 for a week, and mm-hmm. I was just like, how am I going to eat? And, like, to go from that to be riding a camel in Dubai with someone who, like, genuinely a appreciates my presence Mm -hmm. I was just like so happy and we did not have like one single disagreement the entire week we were there like we literally just like laughed the entire time and so I'm just like I'm just really really grateful for Mm -hmm. like all the people that are in my life now um yeah like Mm -hmm. I'm just yeah I'm sorry that was like a really long-winded answer but but yeah I'm like super grateful and you know I I struggle I think we all struggle sometimes Mm -hmm. but like when I'm struggling, I think about that. I think about like mm-hmm. the connection and the joy and the love that I that comes to me. Mm-hmm. I like. I'm gonna try not to be emotional because like my hormones. Cause it's been a it's been a year, and once it the year is not a year, then maybe we'll talk. I'll be a lot more vulnerable about it in terms of outside audience, but. I honestly like. Well, for one, like whenever I'm like down bad 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 (laughs) i like go back to just god and just being able to say like god loves me so Mm -hmm. much that i can never feel alone because i've been in places i've been in spaces i've been like down to a point where i'm just like well i don't know if i can see past tomorrow and felt when i was like truly alone even when i wasn't that close to god and i never want to go back to that and then it's like once i started thinking about god and i started thinking about like my ancestors or like my grandparents who i love down who are like an important part of my life because i feel them they're always around me i think about my god and not my god my dad who's around me spiritually and i'm just like okay like it's like God kind of like, it's like, hey, but what about this person? What about these people? What about these things? And then it's just like my family because like I'm blessed to be able to say like my mom is like my best friend. <laughs> like I can talk to her every single day, even if, if it's about nothing. Like, do y'all know how many voice notes I sent to that woman that's not talking about nothing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the moms. 
Like, or even just I can call her and be silly and let's like talk about nothing just so I can just see my dog because I love my dog. Shout mm-hmm. out to my baby Lucky. He old. He got the same birthday as me. He's gonna be twelve this year, my baby. Yeah. <laughs> like honest like I think about my family, like my brother, like the people that I'm really close to and like my cousin, huh? <laughs> like I think about Shout my community because like I when I be struggling, I be struggling like everybody else. But then I also have to think too. And I think I can say this positively now and actually mean it. I am grateful to be able to say like I'm struggling mm-hmm. because not to be cliche. We all know, <laughs> even though God be giving his tough, that toughest battles to stronger soldiers. I'd be like, I didn't ask to fight Mm-mm. this. Didn't nobody come to see me, Otis. Okay. Me down the roster. Okay. Take me on time out. Pull me out the game, coach. But I'm like, not beauty no more. like, I don't, I hope it's not a way. I hope people don't take it as a way of trying to like justify struggle or like surviving. Cause I'm not in that space anymore. Cause I do not subscribe to that. I don't want a hard life. However, I do know that if God is putting me through something, I'm also, that means I'm learning something and that means that he's working on me and that means that this is not it. So I like have to be reminded of like to reground myself that there is like larger things working out. And also just like what you're saying, like breathing, like I have a roof over my head. I still have food to eat. Like... It's hard to try to hold on to that a lot of times, but I feel like, and that's why I wanted to ask y'all that, because I just feel like as long as you have a baseline, like it's going to look different day to day because Mm -hmm. like life, life, we have all these different outside circumstances. That's like people, like you were saying, like don't have the bandwidth to even like try to figure out who their congressman is and stuff like that, because they can't even think about the government shutdown because they're on food assistance. And that means that that might affect them, right? Mm-hmm. But if you have a baseline, like, oh, wait, I was grateful for this. And I just remembered that I was grateful for it a few months ago. I'm going to just use that. Like, I was able to take a vacation a few months ago. I'm still grateful for that. Like, it mm-hmm. happened, but I, I can keep a hold of that. Mm-hmm. And I think that we don't honor, a lot of times we make it cliche for the things that we're grateful for. Like, no. You can be grateful for the same thing. Mm-hmm. And daily. I daily. Mean, just think about it. Yeah, because if, if you were to wake up tomorrow and your lights weren't on, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. That's a huge inconvenience for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm thankful to have my lights on every day. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful that I get to sleep in my bed comfortably. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm thankful that I can travel the world in something like who, like, we was literally in Italy, like, all of us, all, mm-hmm. all black women, like, who would have thought that girls from North Carolina, country girls, would be traveling in Italy, mm-hmm. going to Paris and Italy and everywhere else, like, just living this luxury mm-hmm. life? Like, it's easy to be thankful for the luxury things and yeah. the hashtag soft life. Mm-hmm. But you think about those, quote, unquote, simple things. Mm-hmm. Think about have, not having them one day. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like, I start with people that I'm thankful yeah. for because I can't imagine my life without these people mm-hmm. but after that I'm thankful for hot water yes. I'm thankful to have an apartment mm-hmm. I'm thankful for the two jobs that I'm trying to find balance with you yeah. know what I'm saying mm-hmm. because if I didn't have one I would be struggling yeah. mm-hmm. so like it's so much to be thankful for mm-hmm. those simple things yeah they simple but you need them mm-hmm. yeah and those also things. don't also don't take this as don't also demonize yourself if it's hard for you to find that because 
we also have to take into account too it's also you purposely shifting your perspective because if you haven't thought in a certain way you can't just do it overnight your brain is also a muscle and you have to train it mm-hmm. you could we are aware that it's gonna take a second yeah. but if you need to read that book atomic habits that everybody be reading i do have that in my library but it was because i was it was mandatory reading for a job that i did not do because i don't get don't force me to do something that i enjoy <laughs> um but like yeah. you there's nothing too small to be grateful for it's a difference when you don't want to be grateful and you want to choose to say that your life is a certain way because it doesn't look like other people versus not knowing how to because it's just something that you haven't done mm-hmm. before everybody doesn't know how to ride a bike but everybody can learn mm-hmm. so we want you all to take that into you as like fall season starts, even if it's like a day where it's just like maybe you do have a lot to be grateful for, but maybe you just don't feel that joy. How can you find it or how can you hold yourself to it or even find joy and trying to figure out how to find joy or even just awareness and saying like, I can't find that gratitude or that joy right mm-hmm. now in this moment. But can you say I'm going to work hard to find a joyous moment so I can talk to myself about it at the end of the day? Yeah. Like, try to find those moments because it is going to be tougher, you know, with fall coming around and, you know, you're inside a lot more. Holidays are also coming up, too, and sometimes there mm-hmm. are those are lonely days for people. So That's my depression Olympics right now. <laughs> <laughs> so going back to our sermon and, like, closing us out, like, a nice little gratitude corner if you want to journal about it, if you want to tell your friends, even, like, dropping a text and being like, I am grateful for you. Or I appreciate you or even telling yourself I'm grateful for yourself because you got to get up at the end of the day at the beginning of every single day and you end your day with yourself so you can also be grateful for getting through the day yeah and be. also to um, remember that um, you don't necessarily have to have joy a joyous gratitude like mm-hmm. gratitude can simply just be an acknowledgement mm-hmm. an acknowledgement of fact I woke up today mm-hmm but That's also, it. I feel like gratitude also does shift the energy. Mm-hmm. It does. When you wake up and you're not in the best place mentally, it does for me. Maybe not for everybody else. When I start going down that things that I'm grateful for, the energy starts to shift. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I feel like that, like shifting your mind to gratitude, it calls in positive energy. Like it calls in, it pushes negative energy out. And like I said, it doesn't necessarily equate to joy. But I feel like it's a stepping stone to joy. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I feel bad today, but I can stand up. And that's a fact. It is true. You know, like, I don't want to stand up and go to this fuck ass job, but guess what? I got it. And eventually I'm going to get paid for doing it. So, mm-hmm. you oh, know. I'm still sad that I was rejected by a four, but. <laughs> you know what? And on there that we night, go. <laughs> And you know, and that is going to be our closing note. Find a win is a win. Win in doubt, a win is a win. The nest, y'all. Nest, y'all. Scorpions nest. Scorpions nest.